to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And are you feeling like the thriving thing today? Well, if you're not, we're going to help you step into it and kick it up a few dozen notches. Hi, Benny. How you doing? Hello. Very good. And just a quick note on the previous show, uh, we had Glenn Brooks in the Vibrant Living, you know, hour. He uh, made a mention of, uh, you know, me and, you know, Dr. Uh, what is it? Susan Powers uh, cooking up. And that is not the truth. Just want to let everybody know. Or Nancy Powers. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're not together. There's no relationship there. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> I cannot to, wait till Alan Cohen gets a hold of He's got the today. gift of gas. I cannot just... <laughs> wait till Alan gets a hold of you today. I'm just dude. saying, hey, I've got a lot of love to share, but just at the moment, I'm still there. Here, listen to the title of this book by Alan Cohen, <laughs> my upcoming guest. You ready? Yeah. Don't get lucky, get smart. Oh, Why your see? love life sucks exactly. and what you can do about it, Benny. <laughs> what you can do You're right. About. You're right. I can be more open-minded. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, okay, so now that you kind of made that argument, I cannot wait till hear what Alan has to say, yeah. but we're not going to, we're not going to call you out mm, uh, no, not all that much it. today, but you know, maybe sure. a little bit. Yeah. I'm just making sure he and everyone understands that, yeah, you know, Dr. Powers and I know mm. <laughs> it's all good. Uh-huh. Maybe in another lifetime. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, what? anyway, thank you for this. giving us, I, I love that you gave us the update today. Because, well, you're welcome. You know, yeah, and you, you know, I have to tell you that it is uh, not going to really let go of it. No, all that much. No, <laughs> are you predicting? Can you see I that? Know. I'm kind of hold on to it. Uh, are you? Bit. Are you now? Okay. Mm, That's yeah, good. and uh, uh, you know, maybe maybe we'll have to get together as co- as as hosts of these radio shows, and we'll have to you know kind of talk about this. But Possibly. I'll tell you that thriving is something that's important, and you know this, Penny. Thriving in all aspects of your life is very important. You know, it's, I'm really interested in in just sharing a little bit about Alan because, you know, first of all, I don't know if you're if you're anything like me. Probably, you know, you don't get as many emails as I get, but no. if you did, you would get emails that are presenting uh, new authors to talk about. All of the things that are going on right now in the world that, in addition to your love life sucking, those things are making that <sighs> sucking sound as well. And I look at some of these and I, and I talk to Bobby and I say, Bobby, Bobby, are these people that we even want to talk to? And as much as I'm being encouraged to go, quote, more mainstream, I like the mainstream that I'm in. I like the shows that I do. I like the fact that I can talk to Alan Cohen. You know, we can talk about what it means to relax into wealth, which, which is also one of his books. We can talk about how good can it get, which he's going to be talking about when he comes to Seattle on February 6th. And we can also talk about life as a magnificent giver. And this is what this conversation today is about. It's about popping out, letting go of all of the things that are dragging you down, because Alan is the author of 20 popular inspirational books, including the bestseller, The Dragon Doesn't Live Here Anymore. Although, Alan, I have to tell you, I think the dragon was uh, sleeping in the bed with me last night. 
and paying me a visit. And so here we are with Alan, uh, who has an incredible monthly column uh, from the heart and appears in magazines internationally. He has been called by some of the leading people in the field of the human potential, one of the first and foremost authors in the world helping us create incredible shifts in our lives. And so he's joining me here today. We're going to be talking about love. We're going to be talking about money. We're going to be talking about it all because that's what he does. Alan, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Oh, hi, Pat. My pleasure to be with you. Well, it's great to have you here. Did you hear Benny talking about uh, sort of denying this relationship that uh, I guess everybody is thinking wasn't denying it. I was just <laughs> making sure people understood. He was just telling the truth about it. Yeah, though. see, thank yeah, you. Thank you, it. Alan. See, Alan's on my side. It's a guy <laughs> thing. It's a guy thing. <laughs> We'll have to get together when I come. We'll smooth. Oh, yeah. There we go. That's right, Benny. Make sure you get a ticket for his event. I know Carol's got one if you if you need one. All right. And there are no excuses this time. I don't think you're going to have a dart tournament <laughs> to go to or anything like that. Jeez, just put me out there today, everybody. Come on. <laughs> And I love your I love your smile, Alan. Thank you. you know, I love that you're joining us here today, and we're going to talk about don't get lucky, get smart as well. But I shared a little bit about some of the emails that I received, yeah. and you know, I got an email this morning on um, from a, from an author that's talking about the foreclosure rate at eighty percent, and you know, there seems to be a lot of focus right now on all of the downtimes, all of the really negative things people are having. And I want to ask you a question I ask everyone, and it's about overcoming obstacles. What challenges and obstacles did you, Alan Cohen, have to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Well, that's a great question, isn't it? Um, Self-doubt, fear, uh, giving my power away to public opinion, Mm. uh, giving my power away to women, um, thinking that money was bigger than I am, uh, and really, any, any good author or speaker will admit that who they are is a result of the struggles they've had. And you know, when you have a challenge, whether it's money or sex or health or whatever, you have to build muscles to overcome it. So any speaker or teacher is worth his or her salt has had to rise above these difficulties and make their reputation not on on the fun they've had, although that's a part of it, but really on the struggles they've had and how they've had to overcome them. Well, and, you know, this is really a time for people where um, it seems like even after much conversation about the law of attraction, the focus is still on what's not happening in our lives, what's not taking place, the kinds of things we don't have. Uh, And I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, is there what some people call you know this this magic wand that we can wave over our lives to create the shift and the desire we want well there really is but it's not magic in the sense that it's scientific and you know any uh, the truth is that fascination is fertilizer which means that whatever you're fascinated with you get more of and so the trick to to getting back on the track is to start to focus on what's right and what's working and the more you think about that the more you get of that you know when you say don't think of a pink elephant well the first thing you think of is a pink elephant but if i say think of your dream job or your dream maid your dream health situation your dream home all of a sudden you begin to go there so you know i know there's been a lot of talk about the secret and the big secret about the secret is that it's no secret it's just secret because people 
haven't really paid attention to it, but the good news is we're starting to pay attention to it now. So uh, it's magic in the sense that it really works, but it's not magic in the sense that it's totally scientific and available to everyone. Absolutely. And, you know, Ellen, when you look back at your life, when you look at the things you've accomplished uh, and we take a look at what some folks are saying regarding the work that you're doing, what is it about what you do that most inspires you to keep doing it? Well, I love participating in transformation. And I've been doing this for 25 or 30 years, and I have never done the same program twice. Of course, some of the themes and ideas are the same. But I love getting in there with people and working with them on their cutting edge and where their fears are, where their joys are, where they feel stuck and what's next. And, and where does your passion live in you? And as I get to those places in my coaching and seminar clients, all of a sudden they come to life and, and people who are bent straighten up and people who are afraid lighten up and people who are out of love but get in love. So it's an absolute, it's kind of like being a midwife, I might say, because you mm -hmm. participate in the birth of higher consciousness, and that's what keeps me going, that's what keeps my work going. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just surfing on the cutting edge of passion and aliveness, and as long as I stay on mine and I invite my clients to stay on theirs, we have a grand old time. And we're going to invite everybody out there to join Alan uh, in, on February 6th at the Benaroya Hall and uh, uh, one of the, the second of, of five extraordinary speaker series. Uh, you can find out lots of information about this event when you go to my website, www.thedrpatshow.com, and check it out. He's right on the home page. You know, Alan, as we're looking at the many, many books you've written, this book here, Don't Get Lucky, Get Smart why your love life sucks and what you can do about it. Uh, are we at this place now where we can direct people about love and life in a, in a way that's different than before? Well, I, I certainly hope so because uh, the laws that, that make your love life work are not different than the laws that make your prosperous life work or your, your health life work. So what I try to get people to do is to recognize that, that the principles of healthy relationship are universal and scientific. And we've heard it before, and you'll hear it again, but it's all about falling in love with yourself. And you have to develop a healthy relationship with your own heart, your own mind, your own life. And only then are you in a position to give and receive love from someone else. And, you know, you, I think it was Elaine Boozler who said, watch out for anybody who says, I have so much love to give and no one to give it to. She says immediately interpret that as I am the black hole of the universe and I will suck every ounce of life force from you. Oh, ouch, <laughs> ouch, ouch. And I know Benny is listening very attentively to this. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to explore one of the pivotal questions in Alan's book, and it's this. If relationships are a struggle for you, a good question to ask yourself is, how would I be approaching this differently if I were willing to let it be easy? And then we're going to talk about that question as it crosses all aspects of your life. If you've got any uh, comments and want to join us, any questions, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. It floats back to you. There is within you a power so great that you discover in the one command. This revolutionary new book is taking thousands to success in moments. 
The one command stops your negative thoughts in their tracks. In this teaching, you are able to reach naturally and easily into the deepest levels of yourself and make remarkable changes in your life. Go to commandingwealth.com and start your new rich future now. Order the one command at commandingwealth.com. I really thought that I was the only one who cared about things that matter to me, like the planet, kids, education, peace, and creating a world that works for everyone. Then I found the Center for Spiritual Living, an entire church that thinks and cares about the things I do. And Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis inspires us to build better lives in a better world. I've found my new spiritual home. Honoring all paths to God, the Center for Spiritual Living is located just east of University Village on Sandpoint Way with three Sunday services. Visit online at spiritualliving.org. Carol Haywood Babrowskis is a seer and an author who has been watching evolution in action since her third eye opened wide in 1987. Her observations reveal a very hopeful path for the future of Earth and humanity to evolve to a place where love and peace prevail. You can find out about her book, Passionate Pinky and the Evolutionary Experiment, as well as her fun workshops by calling 425-222-9455 or visit passionatepinky.com. Are you ready to reconnect body, mind, and spirit? Let's break through to optimal health and wellness at Zoe Lotus Healing Arts in Seattle. They have revolutionized holistic healing modalities. They use a synergistic blend of gentle acupuncture, massage, breath work, and lifestyle counseling in every session. It is their goal to support you on your journey to wellness. Visit them at zoelotus.org. That's Z-O-E-L-O-T-U-S dot org. Or call 206 601 Enjoy an evening with Alan Cohen in Seattle on February 6th for his talk titled, How Good Can It Get? Life is a Magnificent Giver. Are you open and ready to receive? Join award-winning author and speaker Alan Cohen for an entertaining, illuminating, and uplifting evening that will stretch you beyond perceived limits. Alan will show you how to put the principles of abundant living into action in your life. You will be touched and amazed to remember your true worth. Learn how to make significant life choices in harmony with your intentions and reconnect with your passion for love, life, and success. Don't miss this second event in the Five Evenings with Extraordinary People series. Visit thedrpatshow.com for ticket information. How good can it get? Join Alan Cohen on February 6th at 7 p.m. in Seattle at Benaroya Hall. Visit thedrpatshow.com for more information. Views expressed on the preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this. It floats back to everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive by Alan Cohen. Joining me here today, as I said, he is the next speaker in the Extraordinary Speaker Series. We're thrilled, 
thrilled to have him join us in the speaker series. But uh, more importantly, I, I think you will love his website. So I want to direct everybody there as well. You can go to www.alancohen.com com c-o-h-e-n.com and check it out uh, much going on here in terms of how to help people live life full out best-selling author and much more he joins us today to talk about how we can create a shift in our lives that will last forever you know alan you must speak to many many people you must be on dozens of radio shows and i wanted to ask you given the books that you've written and all that you've done what do you believe is the most pressing issue on people's minds today well there are two issues that come up most often obviously uh, one is money and the other is relationship and i would say 90 percent of the questions or issues arise from that however there's really a hidden issue behind that which is the issue of abundance and sufficiency. Because uh, if you trace most relationship or romantic issues or financial issues back, it really goes back to a belief in lack. There's not enough money, there's not enough support, there's not enough time, there's not enough love, there's not enough available people. And so I try to work with people and bring them back to core beliefs that say, I am not enough, the universe is not enough, life is not enough, and to shift those beliefs because the truth is life is enough and there are enough partners out there and there is enough love and there is enough money and the people who recognize there is enough are the ones who have enough but if you if you don't think there's enough you will block your good from coming to you and so that gets back to that pivotal question that i asked and the reason that i was so drawn to the question in your book alan is because uh, you know it, it, it's a i believe it's a universal question and you know i know that we refer to that question in terms of relationship but it certainly is a question that we can apply to every aspect of our lives it's this idea isn't it of being caught in the struggle but yet praying for ease and grace well, uh, I, I teach about a dozen core maxims in my trainings, and the one that keeps coming back the most with the most positive response from the most students is, let it be easy, struggle is not required. Mm. So I invite people to notice when they begin to step into struggle, or even if they're involved in it for a long time, and ask themselves, how much of the struggle is being imposed upon me from the outside world and how much am I creating by my attitude of struggle? And most of the time, people recognize that they are projecting a struggle mentality over a potential easily, a potentially easy or peaceful situation. And once you recognize that struggle is a product of the mind, not the environment, then you've reclaimed responsibility for your consciousness and you're off and running. Absolutely. I mean, I, I love the way that you're talking about this. When it comes to the area of relationship, uh, and I want to let everybody know, Alan Cohen is my very special guest today. And I'm looking at his book, and it says, don't get lucky, get smart. What your, Why your life sucks and what you can do about it. And as you look at the book, there's this, um, what I love Chinese, um, um, 
what is it, Chinese cookie on it? Fortune cookie. Fortune cookie on it. And out of it, it, out of the cookie, it's broken in half, and it says, the love of your life is closer than you think. And yet, Alan, we come up with a gazillion reasons why there is lack. One of the chapters in your book uh, is a line taken from, I forget which movie that was out there, and it says, it's all of the good ones are taken or gay. And so that really sums up, doesn't it, the cellular level of what we believe. It's a belief system. And the truth is, Pat, as you all know, that that all beliefs, all limits exist only in the mind. Uh, Let me give an example. I want to tell you a tale of two daters. Great. Um, I have a friend who is a professional dater. Uh, She's an attractive, successful woman. And as far as I know, she's been dating for 10 or 15 or 20 years, and she, she puts ads in, in lots of magazines and online, and, and she has lots and lots of dates, but she's never met somebody she clicks with. And she has a reason. This one was too hairy. This one wanted too much sex. This one wanted me to pay for myself, on and on. And just about every person she's dated, she's found something wrong with. And she, all the good ones are taken or gay, she says. I have another friend. Who lives? Who lived on the sleepy uh, uh, Hawaiian island of Molokai? He lived out in the jungle, cultivating a popular herbal crop. He lived pretty much naked, and he just—he was a real, real hermit. Well, one day, a friend of his came to visit, a male friend who was traveling with another friend who was a woman, and um, this guy uh, from Molokai uh, really liked this woman, and they fell in love. They got married, they moved out, they had a family, they're doing very, very well. So he was in a state of ease and flow and grace and enjoying his own life and taking care of himself. And the woman of his dreams literally showed up at his door on a remote Hawaiian island without him doing squat to find her. And meanwhile, there are lots of people who are struggling, struggling, struggling to find someone. So the point is that this guy was at peace with himself, in harmony with his life, he knew what he wanted. He was just willing to go along with his life until he found somebody, and the universe helped him out. So uh, the more sometimes trying to squeeze a maid out of an unwilling universe is exactly the consciousness that backfires and keeps the maid from you. So my advice to everyone basically is relax, be yourself, love yourself, be authentic, do what you would do even if you didn't have a great partner, and you're in the perfect position to attract a great partner in that consciousness. And does that law, Alan, apply to money, for example? Let's talk about that a little bit as well. Because, uh, you know, the one thing that I hear a lot, and certainly it's not the only thing that we hear, is that, you know, people seem to be having a really difficult time uh, uh, with money and attracting flow. Yeah. Well, this is nothing new. This is probably as old as the idea of money. Because it's not about money, it's about a lack mentality. And uh, in one of my books, I say that there are only two places that people live in the universe. It seems like there's many, but there's really two. One is a place called Scare City, and it's a play on the word scarcity. And the idea is that people who live in Scare City, which is a mentality, their mantra is never enough. Never enough time, never enough money, never enough friendship, never enough anything. And just on the other side of the river is another place called Abundance. And it's called that because people are so happy that the buns are dancing all the time. (laughs) So the idea is that um, lack of any, when you're in a lack mentality, there's never enough of anything. 
And when you're in abundance mentality, there's always enough of everything. So it's not about getting more money, folks. It's about getting more wealth consciousness. And I would suggest that before you go out and get the second job to fill the hole in your pocket through which change is dropping out, you might want to consider sowing the hole. And the way you sow the hole is to build your wealth mentality right where you are by blessing what you have, by appreciating what you have, by celebrating the good that's there. And as you build your wealth consciousness, more wealth will find you. Money is an offshoot of consciousness, not consciousness an offshoot of money. And, you know, you cover this. uh, I love the book, Relax Into Wealth, Alan, uh, How to Get More by Doing Less. And what you just said, I think, is really key. I was having a conversation with someone this morning who was thinking that, you know, what they're doing right now is not working for them, uh, that maybe he should go out and get a second job, you know, uh, um, putting boxes up on shelves or whatever it was he was he was concentrating on. And, you know, what what can we say for him? You know, he's probably listening to the show now. Well, first of all, we understand what it feels like to not have enough. And I think we, I've been there. And yep, I me too. Go, I still actually go there occasionally. I have all these wonderful books and I inspire people. And to be quite honest, occasionally, uh, I, probably more than I care to admit, I still go to Scare City. Mm. But I've learned over the years tools and skills to work myself out more quickly. So to this friend who... Um, who thinks he needs to get a second job, if that is the most peaceful and easy way he can think about getting more money, I would say, fine, please do it, and if that helps you, let it help you. But at the same time, I would invite him to look at the thoughts in his mind that are telling him that there's not enough. And, and I would ask him to start appreciating what he does have, whether it's family or love or health or spirituality or a nice house or perfect views or, or nature and start to meditate each day on the enoughness that already exists. And uh, see, the, the, whole, the whole bottom line of all abandoned thinking is that God created the universe in absolute abundance. Like, there's enough of everything for everyone. Uh, for example, you know, we think we're running out of gas. Well, there's a guy in um, Australia who has invented an automobile that runs on water. But, of course, the people who sell gas don't want to know about that. So really, even if, even if gasoline or oil runs out, there are a thousand ways that we can run our cars and our lives, but you just have to be open to look in places other than gas. So, um, so it's really about uh, accepting the universe as God created it and allowing abundance. It's not about creating abundance, it's about letting it in. Absolutely. And we want to help you open up the floodgates. Let it come in. Are you ready to shake your booty today with us to the abundance and get things moving? Alan Cohen is my very special guest today. For those of you that want a little help, Alan is an international coach. This would be the time to ask your questions. We want to invite you to the show. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Okay, everybody ready to shake it up a little bit? You know, are you willing to let go of those things that hold you back, of those things that creep in in the middle of the night, the dark and the deep thoughts about abundance and lack? And which one do you want to choose? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Alan Cohen. You ready? Let's shake our booties together.
with your passion, your life with your vision, and your spirit with your mission. Dr. Lisa Cooney will help you learn to co-create life you want and deserve. She'll empower and affirm you both professionally and personally. Dr. Cooney will teach you how to live your life being balanced in mind, body, and spirit. Tune in to Cultivating Presence, The Psychology of Soul with Dr. Lisa Cooney, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. The Fair Trade Certified logo on a label offers consumers a simple way to know that the product was produced in a responsible manner. It's your guarantee that there was a fair and responsible exchange of labor for a fair wage. Buying only fairly traded products is a socially responsible, enlightened message you send saying you vote for a win-win for everyone on this planet. This message brought to you by Cafe Ladro. Visit CafeLadro.com. That's C-A-F-F-E-L-A-D-R-O.com. What does it take to feel young again? To be filled with vitality. To wake up feeling clear and refreshed. To live without allergies. More and more Americans are wondering if it's even possible. Founder of the Life Force Center in Los Angeles, Dr. Jeffrey McCombs, has been researching, developing, and refining a unique system that doctors and patients from around the world are saying offers them all of this and more. Visit LifeForcePlan.com or call 1-888-236-7780. Have you ever wondered how humans lived for thousands of years with just the power of nature to keep them healthy? Can we live a healthy, long life without dependence on drugs? Dr. Rashmi Pace, naturopathic physician and Ayurvedic clinician, can help you have optimal health and ageless vitality using the science of naturopathic medicine plus the wisdom of the ancient healing arts. Call Dr. Pace at 425-778-8050 or visit lotusnaturalhealthclinic.com. Frequency made with marine phytoplankton is taking the world by storm. This live, raw, gluten-free, whole food liquid raises your vibration and nourishes your body at the cellular level. It provides 400 times more energy than any other plant and is 90 to 99% absorbable. Find out more about this powerful and loving product by calling 877-428-7379 and ask for a free sample. Visit wholefoodliquid.com. Kate's Caring Gifts is proud to support Dr. Pat's Green Challenge with Earth-Friendly Alternatives. Visit them at katescaringgifts.com to see their complete selection of natural body care, kid-powered toys, eco-friendly home decor, and organic gourmet indulgence, including the world's best organic chocolate. Find people and earth-friendly gifts at katescaringgifts.com. That's katescaringgifts.com. 1150kknw.com Your connection to Alternative Talk 1150am Get married. 
and welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I want to remind everyone that uh, if you haven't gotten your ticket, if you haven't went out and bought your ticket for Alan Cohen, who's going to be joining us on February 6th uh, at Benaroya Hall, please do so. You can go to my website, www.drpatshow.com. That's dr patshow.com right there on the home page there's a big web poster that you can click on and it'll take you right to where you need to go to get your ticket uh, we had an outstanding turnout last time i believe that there were over 200 tickets that were sold at the door so you want to make sure that if you're contemplating it that you get there in time to get a seat alan is joining us here today and benny i believe that we have a question from one of our listeners yep let's bring on Kathy from Seattle. Hi, Kathy. Welcome to the show. Hello there. How are you guys? Good. Good. I have a question for um, For Alan. Alan? Yes, yes. Okay, and I didn't get to hear the whole thing because I'm trying to listen from work and so it's kind of, you know. Anyway, um, so on this relationship thing, when uh, a woman sees a a man that she would like to, you know, uh, ask out, what are the criteria for that? What uh, what are the rules these days? Oh, well, I don't know what the rule, the external rules are, but my rules are: if if you'd like to do it, you kind of do it. <laughs> just kinda, in other words, if it's somebody that you're attracted to, you see, I'm a big fan of authenticity. I don't, I'm not into game playing or manipulation or setting stuff up. So, if I were attracted to somebody, I would approach them and in a gentle, loving way, say, "Hey, you know." Uh, I'd like to spend some time with you. Would you care to do this with me? And how do you feel about that? And let's just see what happens. So uh, let, let me turn the question on you, if I might, Kathy. Uh, what would feel the best way for you to do it? Uh, what, what works for you? Well, none of us like rejection, first of all, I guess. Right. That's probably always the, the part that, that keeps you from doing it. And, and then then I also, as, as you were answering, I was kind of wondering, too, is how would you feel if a woman... At, were to ask you out or to, you know, just even suggest that she's interested, I guess. I'm, I'm yeah. way, I, I haven't, it, it's been tough, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm in the dating game yet. I don't even do it because it's just too painful. Yeah. Well, you know, I suggest let it be easy. So what I often suggest to people in that situation is to put out a gentle feeler. Like instead of walking up and saying, would you like to have dinner Friday night? You know, you just kind of say, well, um. Maybe would you like to do something sometime, or, or if you know you have a common interest, perhaps you can invite him to do that common interest, whether it's a, a concert or a walk in the park or, or whatever. And so, um, you know, I wrote that book out of uh, how, about how to get out of dating hell because I spent so much time there. And what I have found is that uh, if you're real and honest and present, you can't lose. So even if he, quote, doesn't go out with you, or it doesn't seem to like you would have to do a date with you, uh, you at least have the satisfaction of knowing that you've expressed yourself and asked for what you wanted. And so uh, I've, I've asked women out and they've turned me down, but at least I felt uh, good about asking them. And the truth is that uh, you never really lose because you're building a muscle. And even if this guy doesn't go out with you, uh, perhaps there's another one who will, and you've kind of developed some skills in asking. So. So there's never really any losses in dating. You're always gathering data. And the good news is he might say yes. I mean, um, I'll tell you a quick short story. Uh, At one of my workshops, I asked people, what would you do if you weren't afraid? And a woman raised her hand and she said, 
I'd ask a certain guy out. So I, I got bold and I said, uh, if I gave you my cell phone, would you call him now? And she was a good sport. And she said, yeah. And so she went out and she came back 10 minutes later and she said, I asked, what happened? She said, I got a date. Everybody applauded. Well, a year later, I came back to that same city and I asked a mutual friend, have you seen Marge lately? And they said, oh, yeah, I went to her wedding on New Year's Day. Well, who'd she marry? <laughs> oh, she married that guy that she called from your program that night. So uh, I'm a big fan of putting it out there and trusting that whatever happens is best. And if the law of attraction is true, if he's right for you, he'll show up. And if he's not, he won't show up, but that's okay because there's other people who are. How does that all sit with you, Kathy? That sounds good. Sounds encouraging anyway. I mean, I guess, I guess what I want to hear from a man's point of view is that it's okay, you know, because I guess that's part of it is that do men see a woman who's asking them out as, I don't know, um, just not sure how they feel Aggressive. about that, that's all. Oh, well, as a man, I can only speak for myself. But personally, I've had women ask me out, and I, I find it complimentary. I, you know, I think, wow, somebody's interested in me. And, you know, I, I take it as a compliment, and uh, uh, I don't think I've ever been put off. I mean, there's some women I've gone out with because they've asked me, and some women I haven't gone out with because I wasn't attracted to them. But I always receive it as a compliment. So um, I don't think you have anything to lose, really. I think, and perhaps he's interested in you, too, but maybe he doesn't have the courage to ask you. So it never hurts to put a feeler out there. You can't lose. Okie okay, dokie. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, you get, so much. And okay. if you get married, send me an email, okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let us well. both know. <laughs> Good. Good idea. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Well, Alan, thank you so much for that. That was that was actually fabulous. I mean, what we're really talking about, and I and I and I want to switch over a little bit, and it's not a big switch because I think it's very related, is to the topic that you're going to be talking about at this upcoming event that we're having in Seattle, and and what I just heard you talk about as well is being able to have the courage to take action. You know, our theme for this year is get out of the gate in 2008 because, it, you know, I feel it's so important for us to now take action on the many things we've been thinking about. Um, what will you be addressing at the upcoming event that you will be doing in Seattle? Well, the title of the event is How Good Can It Get? So I'm going to be gently challenging and inviting the listeners to examine their beliefs about how good it can get, how good can relationship get, how good can sex get, how good can money get, how good can career get, how good can my spiritual path get. Because what happens is a lot of us have settled for less because we don't believe that more is available. And I often tell people what's outrageous is not what you ask for, what's outrageous is what you settle for. So I'm hoping to uh, invite people to get uncomfortable with what they've settled for and get excited about what they'd rather have because that's the first step to having it all. So I'm going to put forth the outrageous proposition that you can have it all, that you don't have to play small in any arena of your life, and I'm going to teach people some skills to step forward and ask for what they really want. 
You know, playing small is something that I don't even think we know we do, Alan. And, you know, what I mean by that is, um, uh, you know, I've, I've gotten to look at a lot of different aspects of my life. And uh, the reason that I, I like to chat with other friends that are in support of my vision is because sometimes they help me to realize that maybe there's that next best thing that could be part of the bigger vision how important is it to get feedback from other people well it it is important but you want to be sure you're getting feedback from people who are on the same wavelength as you because you know I, i would not cast my dream before a naysayer that's that's unhealthy so um i i would if i had a small circle of friends who i loved and respected those are the people I would incubate my dream with and say, hey, this is my vision. How do you think? What do you think about it? And I would know that they would support me in one way or the other, either by telling me how great it was or how I might improve it. But um, I think it's important to share your visions with people of like consciousness, not just anybody. Um, a lot of the readers, may be, the listeners may be familiar with uh, the Abraham Hicks material. Right. Really, really good stuff. Well, Jerry Hicks once said, Never ask anybody a question unless you know the answer you want or that they're going to give it to you. <laughs> In other words, you want, to, you want to cast your dreams for people who are going to get excited about with them, uh, with them and support you. So that's how I would do it. Oh, you know, Alan, I, I think that you, for me, absolutely know that there have been times in my life where I've had uh, ideas about the direction I want to go. And I've asked certain people, people that I thought were supportive, but because right. the direction would mean a loss for them, they couldn't be objective. Right. I, right. In, in, you know, objectivity, how important is that in, the, you know, in creating our vision? Well, you know, I would I would say I would talk about it less as a matter of objectivity and more as a matter of ego. Because if somebody is jealous of your dream or in competition with you, well, obviously they're not objective, but they're not they're not going to give you a clear response. So, you know, I I would talk to somebody who has more of an investment in joy and celebration and co-creation and a win-win than somebody who's selfish about the results that you might receive in their stead. And there's one more piece about it, is that people are steeped in their own consciousness, and, and their consciousness is going to reflect in everything they do. Example, um, I, like you, perhaps do lots of airplane travel. I mean, I, I've been touring, lecturing for many years. And when I call the airlines to see if I can set up a tour of three or four or five flights in a row, I am very sensitive to the energy of the person who is answering the phone. And very often, within the first minute or two, I will realize that anything they're going to say no to. Mm. And so uh, what I actually do, and this sounds crazy, but after about 30 seconds of talking to them, they go, no, no, you can't do another rule. No, 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 no. I will say, well, thank you very much. I will call back. I will hang up the phone and call back in 30 seconds and get another agent. And if I get a person who's a yes person, I will work with them for 20 minutes. Absolutely. Especially with, I have people who tell me exactly opposite rules of the airline. Oh, no, that's a 30-day fare. You can't change it. And I will will call up the next person and give them the exact same information. Oh, yeah, you can change it. No problem. So I I poke around until I find somebody who will say yes. 
and then I get the results I want that way. All right, everyone. We're going to take a short break. And, Alan, I, I do the same exact thing. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the power of yes with Alan Cohen, my guest today. And I want to let everybody know, February 6th, he is going to be in Seattle. You're going to get to experience what uh, he is all about and how each and every one of us can tap into the abundance of the universe. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall And in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call Telling me I need a girl who's as sweet as a dove For the first time in my life, I see I need love There I was, giggling about the games that I had played with many hearts And I'm not saying Susan Kabalik, international speaker and author from the Center for Effective Learning Has created a character education program designed for teachers and parents the lifelong guidelines and life skills provide the language and tools to guide children and teens into becoming caring and responsible citizens. To learn more about this dynamic and life-changing program, call 253-815-8800 or visit thecenterforlearning.com. That's the center, the number four, learning.com. Revitalize your soul with Wayne Dyer, Robert Holden, Doreen Virtue, Marianne Williamson, Greg Braden, and your other favorite Hay House authors on a day or weekend retreat in Las Vegas. It's the annual I Can Do It conference on June 26th through 29th at the Sands Expo, and it's packed with inspiring keynote lectures, interactive workshops, autograph sessions, exhibitors, and more than 35 best-selling authors. Tickets start at only $75. Call 800-654-5126 or visit ICanDoIt.net. Picture yourself standing in the ancient stone circle of Stonehenge or gazing in awe at Egypt's Great Pyramid and Sphinx. Visualize participating in shamanic ceremonies at Machu Picchu or receiving a timely message from the Oracle of Delphi. Rejuvenate your path of personal growth and renew your spirit by traveling to the world's sacred sites with Body, Mind, Spirit Journeys and other like-minded travelers. Visit BodyMindSpiritJourneys.com or call 800 231 9811. Each one of us experiences a time in our lives when our health has become upset or challenged. Tim Ticehurst is an accomplished homeopath who provides compassionate help for his clients who are looking to return to balance. The remedies Tim recommends are completely safe and non-toxic and can work in tandem with prescription medications. Visit homeopathyseattle.com or call Tim at 1-800-219-1526 for a free consultation to see if homeopathy may be right for you. Do you want a better relationship to achieve outstanding business and career goals or to improve your health and fitness? You have the answers. All the power you need is within you. Personal transformation is about a solid foundation in the workings of the conscious and unconscious mind with a seminar or training that gets you high and keeps you there. Contact the Empowerment Partnership and unlock your hidden potential. Call 1-800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Come participate in a Divine Awakening transmission with Lori Grant, Kahuna Ho'okahi, where you'll have the opportunity to experience your true divine essence. Stop living the pain of separation and be in the bliss of oneness. Join Lori and attend her Infinite Oneness Enlightenment Seminar on February 29th through March 2nd. Visit onenessnonduality.com or call 808-394-2464. Remember, you're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. 
Leave pretending that I'm true Holding in my laugh as I say that I love you Saying I'm more, kissing you on the ear Whispering I love you and I'll always be here Although I often reminisce, I can't believe that I found A desire for true love floating around Inside my soul because my soul is cold Welcome back everyone, welcome back I could go into, you know, almost a commercial-like uh, expression And say yes, yes, yes And Alan Cohen is my guest today Because we're talking about the big yes in life and can we have it all alan i want to thank you so much for joining the show today what a fabulous fabulous conversation and i wanted to talk about the power of yes in in regards to what we do get to say yes to but i also want to refer back to a chapter in your book relax into wealth that talks about a personal economy and as a matter of fact you start out the chapter with a quote from abraham hicks and it is this a visionary thrives under all conditions. A visionary thrives under all conditions. You know, Alan, how do we get rid of the notion that wealth and millionaire status is for the handful of people on the planet? Well, that's almost a joke at this point because uh, the number of millionaires has, 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 has gone off the charts you know, in the past 10 years. So uh, there's a lot, lot more millionaires than we ever had before. But the point of that chapter, Pat, is that what's happening in your economic world does not need to have anything to do with what's happening in other people's economic world. And uh, the example that I give is that the two greatest achieve architectural achievements of the 20th century, namely the Golden Gate Bridge and the uh, Empire State Building, were funded and built at the height of the Great Depression. The, uh, the uh, Empire State Building went up around 1933, and the um, Golden Gate Bridge went up or was finished around 1936. So the question is, if the country was so suffering and, and nobody had any money, then how did these fantastic uh, architectural pieces that are still uh, people uh, jaw-dropping when people observe them, how did they get up? Well, the truth is that there was a small pocket of people who had a bigger vision than the one that most people were sharing because poverty is contagious. It's, it's, it's not contagious economically, it's contagious spiritually. And when everybody is talking poverty and living poverty and watching news of poverty and, and complaining about poverty, it's very easy to catch the poverty consciousness. The good news, however, is it's just as easy to talk the, to catch the abundance mentality if you're willing to stay in it. So I would not watch a lot of news. I, I'm sorry to say that because I know the station has news, but I, I would not watch a lot of news. I would not complain about money. I would not listen to other people complain about money. I would change the subject. I would go home and meditate. I would vision. I would write my goals. I would make a treasure map. I would, in, in, I would do things with my money that made me happy. And it's very, for example, um, when, I know I'm on a roll here. <laughs> uh, when Ted Turner donated a billion dollars to the U.N. a few years ago. In his speech, he said, the world is awash with money. He said, the world is awash with money. And he could say, that, well, great, Ted Turner has billions of dollars. He could say that. But the question is, which came first? Did he say the world is awash with money because he got a billion dollars? Or is it, did he believe the world was awash with money first and then get a billion dollars? And I believe it's the, it's the latter. So that's where it sits. 
I love the role that you were just on about this, Alan. <laughs> okay. I, I really do because it is it is right at the very core of how we can help people shift. I shared a story with you during the break, and the story I shared with you because people ask me how how did you come to to get on radio, and more importantly, how did you come to be successful? And one of the things I was just reminded of in sharing that story with you is I did not say to myself, I want to be on radio. That's not what happened. What I did is I took my business card for a business that I had just started after I finished my PhD, and on the back of it, and I still have this card today, I shared this with Jack Canfield, and um, on the back of the card, I wrote, I want to, my goal is to reach a million people this year, and I didn't know how that was going to happen. What, what was then put into motion was the universe directing certain opportunities my way so that I could say yes to them. And right. that incorrect number I dialed, I could have easily hung up the phone and said no. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I, as I told you, I think that's an amazing story. You, you know, you remind me, the same thing kind of happened to me. Uh, back in 1981, I wrote my first book, The Dragon Doesn't Live Anymore, which you mentioned earlier. And I wrote it just for joy. I was not interested in becoming rich and famous, although I was not against it. But I just had fun writing this book. And so I showed it to, I don't know, a dozen publishers, and they all went thumbs down on it. And I thought, well, heck with them. I'll just publish it myself. So I borrowed some money from my mother, her life savings of $5,000, which is a lot at that time. And I printed my own book just as an act of self-expression. So I made a deal with the printer, and as I'm walking out of his office, he said, you know, you don't make any money. They say you don't make any money till your third book. And I felt like basically a wagon load of manure was dropped on me, but I was not willing to accept it. So I looked him in the eye, and these words came out of my mouth, Pat, without rehearsal. I said, well, maybe that's what they say, but what they may not know is that my agent is God. <laughs> I don't know why I said it, but I just, you know, I said it. and he just had this dazed look in his eye, and I walked out. Well, somehow, without any promotion, I don't know how it happened, Pat, I just placed the book in a few stores and sent it out to a few people. It caught on, and before long, I was reprinting in lots of, of 10000 and I made a lot, a lot of money on that book, and it got me eventual contracts with big publishers, and on and on and on. And if I was willing to accept that man's belief system, I'd probably still be sitting in a little attic, I don't know, doing what. But, but I, had to, I had to cling tenaciously to my own yes in the face of his no. And I think that's what we all have to do in our own way. I agree. Alan, thank you so much for joining us today. What a fabulous show. Uh, I can't wait to meet you when you come to Seattle. I am emceeing the event, and I know we're going to have a great time. Thank you so much. Maybe we can do the Abun dance. Let's do that. Thank you, Pastor. <laughs> thank you so much. Alan Cohen, check out his website, www.alancohen.com.
Com. If you want to sign up for the Extraordinary Speaker Series, if you want to get copies of his books, which are fabulous, the book that I am reading right now, which I love, is Relax Into Wealth. Yeah, this is Getting Rid of the Wrinkles by Relaxing Into Wealth. I love that. Stay tuned, everyone. We've got lots more to come. Kathy Ann Lewis joining us here today. Uh, you are the light. I am the light. And this is what we're going to talk about. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. If you missed my interview with Fran Drescher this morning on Voice America. I want to mention, check it out. The archives is already up on my website, www.thedrpatshow.com. What a powerful, powerful, powerful conversation. If you are a woman, this is an interview that you're going to want to listen to. We'll be right back with the show. <laughs> 